From Southern California, this is Outlook in Review, a summary of world headlines, technology and business news, arts and entertainment features, and instructive encouragement from the Praiselite Media Studios, Thousand Oaks, California. Good day, it's Wednesday, the 14th of November, 2018, and it's right here in Thousand Oaks, California, that our first segment begins today. In the deadliest U.S. mass shooting in nine months, a gunman opened fire at the Borderline Bar and Grill just south of the 101 freeway in the greater Los Angeles area suburb, only one mile from the Outlook and Review studios, killing 12 people and then himself. According to Fox News, about 150 to 200 people, including 16 students from private Christian school Pepperdine University, along with others from California Lutheran University and California State University Channel Islands, were inside Borderline when witnesses said the gunman tossed a smoke device into the crowd and then amid the confusion, fired at least 30 shots. A Ventura County Sheriff Sergeant who was the first responder to the shooting has been identified as among the dead. The United Kingdom's Daily Mail states that another 10 to 15 people were wounded in the latest mass shooting in America. And around the world, the media outlet The Australian reports that locals described Thousand Oaks as a usually placid place. The city has been named in the past as one of the best places to live in Southern California. But it's at times like this that we realize that no place on Earth is immune to the effects of sin and depravity, and the only rescue from the permanent hold of sin is through the saving work of Jesus Christ, the only source of true salvation. And breaking from our normal business and tech segment here on Outlook in Review, our next headline story also comes from the Thousand Oaks, California area as massive wildfires, which started on Thursday afternoon, spread out of control in Thousand Oaks and neighboring Newberry Park, forcing large-scale evacuations and road closures with a second fire in Oak Park, devastating the town and late Thursday night jumping the 101 freeway in western Los Angeles County, causing entire citywide evacuations in the cities of Westlake Village, Agora Hills, and then Malibu, where an untold score of homes and properties overlooking the Pacific Ocean were lost. At least two people have died in what is now known as the Woolsey Fire. And in Northern California, an even greater tale of devastation as what is known as the Camp Fire has killed 42 people and is now the deadliest wildfire ever to hit California. Charring almost 7,000 homes, businesses, and over 113,000 acres of land, the Camp Fire all but destroyed the entire city of Paradise, California, and now both Paradise and the areas surrounding the Thousand Oaks region, including the Westlake Village and Agora Hills area, still reeling from the mass shooting there, are now facing the long road ahead, rebuilding homes and preventing the infamous aftermath of California wildfires, mudslides. Well, 
last Sunday marked 100 years since the end of World War I. At the 11th hour on the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918, World War I, the Great War, officially ended. According to the History Channel, at 5 a.m. that morning, Germany, bereft of manpower and supplies and faced with an imminent invasion, signed an armistice agreement with the Allies in a railroad car outside Compiègne, France. The First World War left 9 million soldiers dead and 21 million wounded with Germany, Russia, Austria-Hungary, France, and Great Britain each losing nearly 1 million or more lives. In addition, at least 5 million civilians died from disease, starvation, or exposure in the duration of the war. World War I was known as the war to end all wars because of the great slaughter and the destruction that it caused. Unfortunately, the peace treaty that officially ended the conflict, the Treaty of Versailles of 1919, forced punitive terms on Germany that destabilized Europe and laid the groundwork for World War II, which would break out just 21 years later. As we have spoken about in previous episodes on the program, the difference between natural evil and moral evil is evident in daily life. And it's evident even in the two events in the Thousand Oaks, California area this past week. Like the wildfires, we see that natural evil is just that. It's natural. Natural disasters, plagues, and so on. Moral evil is personal. It's inside of us, and it's spiritual. Moral evil is wickedness, it's sin, it's transgression of God's law. 1 John 3 says that everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. Scripture is clear that moral evil dominates human life. There is none righteous, not even one, as we read in Romans 3. Now, there's also supernatural evil, and this is demonic evil. This is a supernatural expression of evil against which we, as Christians, fight against. In Ephesians 6, the Apostle Paul says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. 1 John 5 tells us that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. Now, in addition to acknowledging the existence of evil as Christians, we also know that the God of the Bible exists. There is no other God but the God of the Bible. He is the true and only living God, and because he created the universe, he knows how it operates. He understands reality perfectly. He is all-knowing. He is good. He is loving. He is holy. The God of the Bible is sovereign, and he controls absolutely everything. Daniel 4 describes God as doing as he wills without question. All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing, but he does according to his will in the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and no one can ward off his hand or say to him, What have you done? Grace to You Ministries says this, Scripture clearly affirms the sovereignty of God. He 
has the right to govern the universe that he has made, and he does so. He has the right of the potter over the clay. He may mold that clay into whatever form he chooses, fastening out of the same lump whatever it is that he desires to fasten. He is under no law outside of himself. Isaiah 14 says that the Lord has planned, and who can frustrate or disrupt it? And as for his stretched out hand, who can turn it back? This is the God of the Bible, the God who is in absolute control of everything, and nothing, not even sin and evil, can disrupt or derail his plan. God is also completely perfect. He is in no way touched by sin. He has never and will never be affected by evil. Taken together these three facts that evil does exist, that God is sovereign, and that he is utterly holy and righteous lead us to an inevitable conclusion that God, in his sovereign wisdom, allows evil to exist without himself being evil. As the final authority over all creation, God permits evil to exist. Not with an unwilling acceptance, evil was part of his plan and eternal decree. He has a purpose in it, and it's a good purpose. At this time, and at all times, may we pray. Pray for those who are affected by the shooting in Thousand Oaks on Wednesday night. Pray for those who have lost friends, family, and all their earthly possessions in these wildfires. Pray for our law enforcement, our firefighters, and all those who serve. Pray that God would protect those still in harm's way, and may we pray for a deeper understanding of what God's glory means. May we pray for an understanding of the good and the bad and praise God even through the storms of this life. And as evidenced by all of these events, may we ever be mindful that we are not promised tomorrow, and so while we still have breath, we must redeem that time, preach the gospel, love the body of Christ, and be in constant communion with our Savior through prayer and His holy word. Is anyone worthy? Thanks for listening to Outlook in Review. Contact us anytime with questions or comments. We'd always love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Outlook in Review and Facebook.com forward slash Outlook in Review, where you can find information to various topics we cover on the show. 
Until next time from Thousand Oaks, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Outlook in Review.